It's unprofessional to be in the media and wear jerseys while you're doing work. <laughs> it's podcasting. We, we know that, but come on, man. There's nothing professional about podcasting, no matter what you do. <laughs> unless you're, uh, and yes, unless you're like what Ezra Glass or, or any of those guys. Or, what am, that, that's that name's wrong. Damn it. Anyway, <laughs> I did this for Chad. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm not Robert wearing is, a jersey, so Robert's the one person that liked that jersey. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Swiss dots? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually like still really dots. I still really like that jersey. I, I do wish that the yeah. the, the why, why aren't we recording this part? <laughs> I guess yeah. we are. We are actually. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still really like the Swiss Dots jersey, both on and off the record. Chad oh, knows yeah. I'm Same. giving him shit. Chad knows it. Chad's <laughs> hard to hard to please with jerseys, I think. Yeah, right, I, Cody, but Cody, you know you I'm consistently your... hard to please, so you remember your first line this time? Yeah, I forgot it last time. <laughs> Back. Okay. Back at it again with another episode of the Shades of Blue Soccer Show. It's kit day. Kit launch day. Woo woo. Cody Bradley here. Thad Bell, Robert Russert here. Bob and I, Robert and I are both in jerseys because we were <laughs> smart enough to do it. Thad is being difficult. But Shocker. what was Shocker. that communchionly you, you called yourself that earlier? What was that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what that word means, <laughs> but you're a curmudgeon. You're, you're a curmudgeon. Yeah. That's, that's how that's, I would describe you. I'm curmudgeonly, which is being a curmudgeon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it is, it is kit day. Uh, it's kind of the thing everyone has been waiting for, for weeks now as all these other teams were releasing theirs. And oh, were we late? We, no, nobody told us. We had no idea we were late. <laughs> right. Yeah, really. <laughs> Your poor social media managers that we're having to deal with all of those. I know That's that hilarious. life. I know that life. So, yes, we've got Chad from KC, Chad Reynolds here, the designer of the new jersey. Well, that's, and, uh, that's, that's he, an exaggeration, but I, I am, I am one of a team, but we'll take one it. of a yeah. team. He yeah. oversees a team that does it. You can call it yours. Come on, claim it. It's okay. uh, no, no, it's uh it's, it, it's all of ours. That's the, that's the point. It's all right. of ours. You're the oh, face of the really, team. Oh God. You're really toeing the line there, Chad. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Well, thank you very much for joining. Wait, Bob just again. ran away. Bob, yeah, Bob is already done with this podcast. <laughs> Come on, that's a fine. The Where's out, the man? fine? We're the wine the whole time. My dog's a whiner. <laughs> okay, okay, Robert, are you ready to join us now? <laughs> I am. Sorry, my dog. <laughs> How much does he find? <laughs> I do have the fine jar. You can see it. It's actually sitting right up there, right there. Oh my! Like thing. that? I didn't, I didn't steal the money. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> so anyway, wait, wait. Yes, I don't remember what, what, what gets you find. We talked about this last year, and I don't recall now. Pronouncing oh, the name miss- wrong mispronunciations of name just Uh, bad just bad form on the radio clearing your throat things like that there's a mute button on my mic here so i get the oh good (laughs) see it works that well (laughs) it does work well yes the the fine jar is shamelessly stolen from the dan lebitard show if there's any fans of that one they're they're saying oh they just stole that yes i know i stole it i'm not clever (laughs) so everything is stolen at this point so so Chad, I know today is kind of your this is kind of like your Super Bowl, right? This there's like been years of work, literal like we learned last year when you were on, which by the way is was a great insight to the whole process. So we won't we won't bug you on on too many of the ins and outs again, but um but we we learned last year that this is, you know, a a year long, year plus long project here and so it was all building up to today so you're here with friends now grab a beer just like take a breath i know today was probably pretty crazy but but so how, how are you feeling right now no we you know honestly uh, like we talked about last year it is a crazy long process um we're really proud we're really happy there's a lot of things that we will get into on this kit i'm sure that we're really proud about um aside from the aesthetics you know um it's just a really really cool story and everything but 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 you're not joking. It's a long process. We actually started 2023's kit design process 
last Monday and Tuesday. They were that was the the initial meetings, um, and so yeah, we are we are already ankle deep in two years from now, which is crazy to think. But yeah, that, and then it's really crazy to think that this process started, you know, sometime back twenty. I guess it would have been sometime in twenty nineteen around this time, which um, you know none of us had even heard of of, of, yeah. of the coronavirus or any of the other stuff that has changed right. in the world in the last couple of years so it's just really weird it's a very different place than than you know by the time you finish it to, to where you start it but um we're really really happy and, today today went well for us and last year you mentioned um I, I i re-listened to the old pod and you had said specifically you were excited about about 21 and even yeah. 22 though what was coming up so and you know we we you know we also talked about how things change you know what you envisioned how it started and what it come what it you know the actual final product is. So are you are you still you're you're happy with the way it turned out? Is it is it what you envisioned originally? This I you know I think the best way to put it is this kit is probably the closest to kind of what we put on paper when we first started. You know we send a mood board to Adidas and we start talking back and forth and the league gets involved. This is the closest to kind of what was on paper since gosh, maybe, maybe 2013 and state line or Argyle, like this is that spot on, you know, we knew back mm-hmm. in 2013 and I, I could, I could show you at some point the, the, what those concept art pieces looked like and what they ended up being. It was hundred percent spot on. Um, this is the closest to that. Maybe since then um, super, super minor changes here and there, mostly for competition sake. Um, but but other than that, it's we said we really wanted to to kind of touch on tradition, what has become a bit of a tradition for us, what has become a bit of um, an iconic look, not just for 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 sporting and that we've already had two you know hoops kits. We're calling this hoops 3.0, um, but an iconic look in 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 our global game. So hoops 3.0 is the official name. I, I do. I'm, I'm digging it. The first looks, I, I definitely dig it. I like the old hoops jersey. I mean, I, they're not technically hoops. It's it's half hoops, but uh, yeah, it's we call I, it I hoop stripes it, internally. Hoop stripes is a kind of our running because <laughs> because yes, you're right. A traditional hoop kit all obviously goes all the way around, and for competition reasons, um, we just can't do that. You know, it it would be it. The numbers are harder to see. For example, what what color number would we use um, right. on yes. this? You know, white white's not going to show up enough. You can't go black. You can't go dark blue. We don't we wouldn't want to like call out a random third or fourth or fifth color. Like, you know, I love, I love mm-hmm. Vancouver's kits right now with the red numbers, but there's history behind that. We would just be like picking a contrasting color for a reason. So, so right. um, yeah, we can't do that. Uh, so the, yeah, the, the hoops can't go all the way to the back. So we, we call them hoop stripes um, internally. That's kind of our running joke. So whenever <laughs> something, whenever these drop, what do you, do you guys look for, immediate reactions the knee-jerk reactions on twitter the loud mouths and all that or do you try to avoid it i'm wondering what what you think of the initial reaction here we're recording this just you know uh, an hour or so after after this all drops so i'm just i'm curious about your the initial reactions um yeah you look of course you look anybody who tells you, you don't look they don't look as lying to you um <laughs> but you you look in and i think we talked about this last year you kind of have an inkling ahead of time you know what I mean? You, you, you feel like you've got a good idea of where it might be, how it might be received and those kinds of things. This one in particular, we, we were so proud of, like I said earlier, the story behind it and everything that comes along with it, that, that we felt pretty good about the reaction. And we know, we know that our fans tend to, we've had a lot of fans asking for hoops to come back. Um, you know, we thought that it was, it was something that, people would respond positively to and and you know thus far um both the the kind of the 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 subjective aesthetics and the story behind it have been pretty well received so yeah of course you look um it's um, honestly when you drop a kit you know in covid times like this where you can't do a big party and surprise people you, you don't really have a choice we you know we, we launched it on social media so we had to track social media to make sure the damn video played you know that kind <laughs> of thing yeah man that party was becoming a staple of, yeah. of sporting kc preseason they were always you know very well done i i, I miss those days if only we could be around real people again well, we're, we're, we're already talking about what can we do pretty cool in 2022. So, you know, hopefully knock yeah. on wood, we're back to normal and we can, or relative normal and we can do, we can bring the party back bigger and better next year. 
So, so I'm, I'm also kind of curious. I'm, hold on, sorry. I'm, I'm also kind of curious what your day was like today. Huh. I know you guys often do, seemingly you do way better controlling the leaks than a lot of other teams do. And, you know, I know, I know we started seeing on Reddit and whatnot, uh, uh, you know, a few images or at least one image here. Yeah, Thad sent it to me. Thanks, Thad. <laughs> it's not Thad's fault. I'm blaming Thad. Thad, Thad. Broke it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just letting you know it's out there, man. No, no, we, we, we appreciated it. Um, and we had a battle internally, like people wanted to post it. And I'm like, it's only like three hours away, man. Just shut up. <laughs> Wait, do okay, you guys so- have... Do you think that you have like more strict rules than other teams? Like, do you take steps that that do keep the leaks in check more so than ever other teams? I I, I think maybe we just and I, you know maybe we talked a little bit about this last year. I think maybe sometimes we care more and so we ask more <laughs> questions. And no, I mean I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean like literally like we're the annoying guys who ask the league a million questions and Adidas a million <laughs> questions. I'm sure we are. I'm sure that we you know that behind the scenes that's that's kind of what they think of us. But and and it's it's probably because for us kind of that storytelling side of it is so important. That was that was the big one on this one with obviously the victory project being on the chest and and and, and the the quote unquote jersey sponsor if you want to call it that 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 we, it was very, very important to us that given everything that's going to happen this year with the campaign, we're calling a force for good around the victory project and children's mercy. And that, that this not come out from some kind of random place online, some random Twitter account or anything like that, that we, we wanted to make sure that the first time the vast majority of our fans saw this, they saw it on a children's mercy patient they saw it on a children's mercy provider they saw it the way we wanted to prevent present it which was in this story around hey this is a chance for us to give back to our community um you know i mean frankly no secret for anybody it's been a weird couple of, it's been a weird couple of years it feels like a couple of years it's been a weird year <laughs> yes it does <laughs> um and so that that we wanted to make sure that 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 was the story that was kind of first and foremost in everybody's minds was this is a give back campaign this is a community focused campaign this is this is jake reed standing there and telling everybody in that video the same way he would have had we had a big party these are the four things that we're really going to focus on this year with our force for good campaign and here's how we're going to do it um and so that was important to us. And so, you know, maybe Cody, to answer your question, we we go out of our way to try and control that message. Very much so. It doesn't always work. We were really, really close this year. I mean, we got, what were we, two hours out? You know, we were really close to to, to making it this year. We're, we're literally the first time saw it was on 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 Benjamin, who was our, our Children's Mercy um, patient slash actor i'll call him an actor he's not even an actor he just was willing to be in that video for us and um he's just a natural at acting absolutely a natural <laughs> the kid was great uh, man i could we could do an entire podcast about that kid on set he was a blast um but no i mean it was imp- it is important to us to control that story not from like a we want to control the message you know pound on a table kind of thing but it's like there's a story behind it for a reason we'd like to tell that rather than just it coming out um so yeah i don't know also we didn't have the jerseys for the longest time. We just got them like two weeks ago. So, <laughs> so that makes it a little easier to keep the leaks from happening. Cause it means it's not sitting in a box on a retail, you know, at a retail store. that. Now that you have them, I'm waiting, I'm waiting for mine to, to show up. I'll send you, <laughs> make I'll a send big, you my address. Make a big this. donation to the victory project and, and we'll see what we can do. <laughs> okay. All right. Tax deductible. Easy. Yeah. All right. So the question I have, um, hope it's okay, Cody. Um, so you talked about how you've already started the next kit, looking at it, what you're going to do. How much of this kit, you know, okay, who first brought up the idea of let's put the victory project on the front? That's, That's the first part question. of it. That's part A of my question. Part A. Uh, the, the answer to that question is I don't remember. It yeah. might have been John Monka, who's our, 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 our exec VP of, of stadium and brand revenue. It might have been Jake Reed, our president. Mm-hmm. Um, it might have been me. It might have been Aaron Bournes, who's our <laughs> marketing. I know I, genu- I, I say that I genuinely don't remember. I do remember that as we had conversations around, hey, you know, we knew the Ivy investments deal was ending. Mm, um, right. And, and we knew that we were going into, you know, as, as that was kind of happening, as we were having these conversations spring of last year, obviously the world was shutting down and things were going on. Um, yeah. 
you know, I will tell you guys, when we did this podcast a year ago, I could not have told you who was going to be on the jersey. It wasn't like it hasn't been that long of a conversation. It's probably been six or nine months, maybe, you know, of conversation. And then, well, that, and then that really- is a question that I had about this. I, you know, I, I assume this was added some level of difficulty. Like what, you know, what if a month ago they sold, could they have sold a sponsorship, the the kids sponsor a month ago? There's, and then you would have been like, Oh crap. There's definitely a kind of point of no return. You know, there's, there's a, there, <laughs> right. the, um, on this, um, it, yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's a really good question. Had a month ago, somebody have come in with, you know, several million dollars i don't know how that you know what you do in that situation (laughs) because i i i tend to think and maybe i'm giving giving people you know a a lot of credit here but i tend to think we probably wouldn't have changed course because this like the story mattered so much and what we wanted to do with it mattered so much at that point i think maybe six months ago or nine months ago it might have been a different conversation you know when this was when this was just starting but you know the, the the long and short of it was this is kind of a thing that we feel, you know, we have a responsibility to our community. We have a responsibility to kind of our heritage. You know, we, we don't, we, we don't go back and talk about the Livestrong thing all that often for <laughs> a variety of reasons, but, but I mean, let's, you know, we put a charity on the, the, the stadium when we could have stole, sold the stadium back in 2011, because it was, it was a cool thing and it was the right thing to do. And, and, and there was a chance to kind of do something different and, and, and special. And I, I, that's what I've liked from the moment this conversation came up about the victory project was, okay, if we know it's a really weird market and it maybe just wouldn't feel right to turn around and put, I don't know, a construction company or a bank or a whatever on the Jersey in the middle of all of this, um, why not go out and do something different? And that, that we, you know, I, I'll, I'll probably say a force for good a million times on this call, but I mean that like, it was like, how do we do something that we can actually make our community better? It started last spring. We did community kitchen last spring where we, where we did, you know, something like 60,000 meals for, for, you know, people in, in, in Kansas city, Kansas, straight out of our stadium kitchens. Um, and then, and then obviously during the playoffs, we did the, um, um, we did the campaign around masks where we where you, the fans, literally the fans donated 40,000 meals to harvesters by purchasing masks, you know, um, like th- those kinds of things were like, you know, it's, it's, I guess that's the best answer. As we talked about playoffs last year, we said, this is a really weird year to do a chest stumpy playoff campaign. Like, you know, with everything going on, we know we can't have a full stadium. We know we can't have the same kind of thing that we normally would. So what can we do that's different and does justice to the moment that we're living in right now? And that's where that came from. And this was kind of the same kind of thing is what can we do that actually puts us in the moment that we're in, acknowledges it, doesn't run from it, doesn't ignore it, but but maybe we can do some good with it. All right. So give us those, give me some juicy details there. You said you, you let that slide in there. If someone came in with a couple million dollars, is that what, what's the number <laughs> we were looking for? What, what does the yeah. Jersey sponsor cost? What's the there's crowdfunding a, there's a reason, I need to do? There's a reason I don't work in sales. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't know the answer to that question, honestly. I mean, I know the league has guidelines. There are rules um, okay. about what it costs. There are rules about how long the deal is. Um, I don't, know that i'm allowed to get into what those rules are so i won't <laughs> right but there are, there are of course you're not <laughs> yeah there, there are rules and and you know and and it's all about you know it's mostly about doing it the right way you know what i mean is like the league doesn't want somebody to come in on a short-term deal and then you know bounce and be you know like they you know all of that kind of stuff or or quite frankly um come in and undercut the value of what other teams are selling theirs at because that you know and there's it, it really is an interesting thing is that we always say that the Jersey front partner is the most unique sponsorship in sports. It literally doesn't exist in any other sport. Um, and truthfully, there's only what 27 of them in America, you know, which makes it cool and unique on its own. You know, now there's hundreds of them around the world and you look at what other clubs have done where they, you know, some clubs will have, you know, the same partner on their Jersey for decades and some of them will have them, you know, rotating basis, et cetera. And so, I think MLS has done a really smart thing by having these kind of rules around them so that it doesn't, you know, become a rotating door as much as you can possibly not make it a rotating door. And it doesn't, you know, ever devalue itself by just being give it to, you know, um, Joe's party garage, um, which is not a real business, but it's one we joke about a lot. Um, 
So, and, and you don't add nice. 10 different sponsors to the kit, like a NASCAR or a Mexican league or. Yeah. Well, okay. And that's the other thing too, is, you know, I think MLS has been really smart um, with the way they've approached, not just Jersey front partnerships, but sleeve partnerships too. You know, it's the same kind of thing as you don't like, it took a long time to get there. It took a long time to get there because they wanted to make sure they did it right. Um, and, and, you know, for, for my part, I'm pretty happy that the rules exist from like a, you know, it needs to be a one color logo. It needs to be in your team color kind of stuff so that you don't end up with what you see in Liga MX, which is sometimes a little all over the place. Um, it's a <laughs> little running billboards. Yeah. Yeah. Can, can we okay, add like so, another Jersey sponsor? Like, uh, you know, the, between the next set of in bars the, in the next stripe down, <laughs> Yeah, like, just, like layer, you know, there, there's the top tier, the second tier Fat, I'm going to pretend you didn't say that. So that the sales guys don't get ideas. <laughs> Yeah, they've already got the sleeve. A lot of teams are selling the sleeves, so that's the next yeah. step, I think. Yeah. So can, well, we, we can, have we a can... sleeve. We have the sleeve. We have a we Compass Minerals is on one sleeve, and right. Children's yep. Mercy now on on the other. So, so Chad, okay, so tech... let's take a oh, we're go gonna take a quick break, and then we will be right back. Chad, I'm gonna make you I'm gonna make you sell the sell it to us like a fashionista, like we're on the Home Shopping Network. I'm gonna make you sell it to us. Okay, so we'll we'll be right back. <laughs> All right, now that we've got some sneak peeks at the players wearing the jerseys they look good they all look good busio with the glasses alan polito sporting it that's just that's what that's what's going to get people going like polito wearing it like hell yeah but first i don't want you to imagine those guys wearing it i want you to sell this jersey to us i want you to i'm going to set the stage for you imagine thad bell walking down the runway in the jersey we're selling it to the world, the fashionistas of the world. And you're, I want you to describe this kit for us in, in an intellectual way, intellectual and, way. and sell it to the masses here. <laughs> and nobody wow. wants to see me hey, walking the runway. sells, so Thad is your model. You're already halfway there. Right, He's right. He's strutting his stuff. He's ready to go. Just Thad's got a new the, haircut. He's looking good. <laughs> um, My wife gave it to me. Mine, oh. mine gave mine to me, and then she said she would never do it again. So uh, <laughs> that's why we're at. Yeah, right. Always, oh, but that's just my thing. But yeah, that's because I'm losing my hair, Bob. Um, <laughs> oh, I wouldn't know anything about that. Come on. <laughs> um, the uh, no, I mean, listen. We have said for years that it's very important to us that that the jerseys that that our guys wear on the field are something that the fans and the stands feel comfortable wearing on a game day, but also even maybe even more importantly on a non-game day, you know, you should be, you should be comfortable, you know, wearing this in a bar on a Friday night or rolling to the grocery store on a Saturday or whatever else. We want this to be something that, that you think you look good in year round essentially. And, and, you know, there is very few looks in the history of our game, more iconic, maybe no looks in the history of our game, more iconic than hoop soccer jerseys, you know? Um, and so that was something that we were, we were really looking to on this Jersey was, um, kind of in a weird way, telling our, our own history around that, but also telling the history of the game around that, you know, I mean, if you go back to, to where soccer jerseys came from and we could get way into the sartorial history of the sport tonight, if we want to, but, you know, (laughs) but, 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 you know, if you really look at the history of the game, um, when, when soccer teams and clubs started jumping up in in the late 1800s what was happening was that at first the way you denoted your teammate was by hats your team would come out and you your your team would have the red hats on the other team would have the blue hats on um and then somebody somewhere was like well we should do shirts and because you got to remember the game at the beginning the very early versions of like soccer clubs and what what we now know as like sports clubs and leagues were absolutely 100 a rich man's game and oh yeah you could not be a part of the league or the team unless you could afford to be a part of that club and to be a yeah, part of I've that watched, club. I've watched the English game on Netflix. So, you know, yeah, right? the so English I'm... game actually, the English <laughs> game breaks it down really well because, because that's where the striped jerseys came from was you had to go to a tailor and get a striped jersey made. You know, that wasn't something you could just buy on the street, you know, or whatever, or dye yourself at home necessarily. So, um, so that's where striped jerseys came in. It was a sign of class, essentially, in, in our in our sport in the late you know 1800s. Um, and so obviously, you know, the 130, 50 year tradition of soccer jerseys. That, and there's a reason because they look damn good, and they will always look good. And 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 if I walked into a bar tonight 
not that I'm going to bars these days, one, because it's COVID two, because I'm old, but like if I walked into a bar tonight and I saw somebody wearing a Celtic Jersey with jeans, it would look great because it's looked great forever. You know what I mean? You know, like the, the hoops look good for a reason. Um, and so, so that's kind of what we, when we, when we set about, when we set out doing the, the first hooped kit, hoop 1.0, as we now call it in 2014, that was a 2014 kit. Um, mm -hmm. that was, that was how we designed it and why we designed it. And then when we, when we brought it back in 2016 as kind of the tonal hoops, it was the exact same thing. Um, and so this was just kind of really a, it was a take on that was, we know this looks good. We know our fans like it. We know it looks great on the pitch and it'll look really good on a Friday night in a bar. So here we have Thad Bell entering the <laughs> runway. <laughs> the you know, debonair man himself. <laughs> Just as comfortable on the training ground as he is dancing in the clubs. I like it. <laughs> See, what Thad brings to the runway, it's that turn. Like, he just nails that spot, and then the turn is... It's the military <laughs> precision. That's it. That's right, it. Right. <laughs> That's true. You would have a good turn, Thad. Well, so, Chad... Chad, I'm sure you'll tell us about some of the features that uh, some people may not have seen uh, on the collar, et cetera. But is there anything special about the hexagon kind of texture that's there as well? You know, I'm sure um, if I if I had my cell sheet from Adidas in front of me, it would have a name. I'm sure it yeah. does. Um, no, it's it's a really cool looking like and I, I wish I had one of the jerseys here with me and I don't. Wait, do I? Nope, I don't. Whatever. You got those sitting all around your house, I bet. I, I, I actually, no, it's, I actually think it's in the trunk of my car right now. Um, you were supposed to drop that off to me, man. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> yeah, yeah, still waiting on mine in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, no, it, it looks really cool up close, though, Robert. It's, it's, it's different. I don't think we'd seen that pattern from those guys before. Um, mm. It looks really cool up close. Um, you'll see it's interesting. It, it, it catches light. It, you know, if you, when we get into like photographing it and things like that, it's pretty reflective, which is kind of cool too. It gives things a bit of an extra texture and a bit of an extra dimension. Um, yeah. That's, but, so that's kind of what I was about to ask there. It, it is essentially like, like, how do you, how would you even describe the differences between this and, and the, that first hoops, the 2014 hoops? I mean, it's just, it is essentially the same thing, but yeah, I mean, the, it's like the, the material is obviously different. It's like not necessarily as, as shiny, I guess is, is, or glossy perhaps. Yeah. But so, yeah, what, what are the, what are the slight differences here between that original hoops? Well, the biggest one is actually, it's the, it's the width of the, the hoop stripes, the width right. of the hoops. Um, and that's, you know, skinnier that's indigo. Yeah. Skinnier indigo. And that was, um, you know, well, that one had more hoops too. Everything was a little bit thinner. Um, this, these are a little bit bigger on this one. Um, but that one specifically was like even 50% sporting 50% indigo. And then obviously the back of the Jersey was indigo. So it was a dark kit or with dark shorts. Um, basically. And I think we talked about this last year. We were told at one point, you guys can never do hoops again. It was a competition nightmare because our colors are so contrasting that you would mm -hmm. get, you know, you get the light and you get the dark. And so um, when we went to uh, Adidas in the league on this kit and we said, guys, we really, really want to bring the hoops back. How do we make it happen? Um, basically, the answer was no at first. And then <laughs> after that, the answer became, well, OK, if you can figure out a way so that it's not 50 50 we need a we right. need a and i don't remember i probably could go back and email and find it i don't remember the exact split number but there was there was an actual number of your kit needs to be this much light and this much dark and so that's why you know if you go and look at this um, mls competition committee was very clear from an on-field perspective you know we talk about it's got to be able to be worn in a bar well first and foremost the guy's got to be able to wear it on the field to be able to tell who the hell is who um you know, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, there's very clear, this is a light color and this is a dark color per league guidelines. It's very much like broken down. Um, our dark is a dark color. Our dark indigo is a dark color. Our sporting blue is our light color. Therefore you can't have X percentage. Let's say it's 30%. I don't know if that's the right number of dark color on your kit. Um, and that, that equation both does and does not include shorts and socks. You know what I mean? Like it, like they, they're kind of standalone and taken as a whole kit. Um, and so, you know, the initial version of this was basically concepted as 50, 50 and our first conversations sporting blue and indigo stripes. And 
the before it goes anywhere else, it goes to MLS competition and MLS competition gets involved and says, okay, they could wear this on the field against the other 27 or 28 teams jerseys. Um, because no matter what, you have to be able to wear it against somebody's primary or secondary. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that, that was the biggest, the biggest single difference aside from it being sporting blue based instead of indigo based is that the stripes here are not even. And that's the why. So, so <clears throat> a lot of what we've talked about is, you know, I remember last year it seemingly was with the, you know, kind of bold, unique design of the Swiss dots. It seemed like Adidas would have been the bigger barrier on what you could and couldn't do. So it's the MLS competition committee and Adidas are the ones, you know, you have your design, you have to fight them to get what done what you want to get done. But it seemed like, you know, after after all this time, you kind of knew what Adidas was going to be able to do. Like you've just you guys have been dealing with them long enough here. We have a really good relationship with with um, some folks, both on the Adidas side and at the league side on. on and, you know, we know um, and, and maybe it's just a practice that, you know, John Monka and I have been doing this together now for 10 years. Um, we've been in those conversations with 10 years and, and sometimes, you know, some of the people from the league or Adidas are, are the same or different. And some people have gone from Adidas to the league, you know, and, and, and mm. kind of similar roles and that kind of stuff. But we have a really good relationship and a good understanding now of what that process is, even if the process has changed, you know, and, and, you know, kind of um, what's the word it's changed over the years, essentially. Um, so that helps because we know the right questions to ask sometimes, and we know the right ways to frame things so that um so that we can kind of get our message message out there and as we talked last year where we start isn't always where we finish off um you know and and what the what the final of the kit looks like but this one for for a variety of reasons was on point from the beginning from us from adidas from the league everybody was kind of on on board with like this is the right way to go we we talked last year about how important it was for us to get back into our colors and be very you know grounded in what sporting blue and indigo means and that's our brand and 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 there's nothing more iconic than when you there's nothing more iconic in sports than a soccer team's jersey and turning on a tv you should mm-hmm. know who that is um and you know that was that was very much as, a as part you of said last year's... year you put it really well last year it was just you know you were a kid your team was red you yep. saw a red team on tv and now you're a fan of liverpool you know 30 years later still so yep. yeah that, that that is that's that's what it's all about and and if you you what's really funny is you can basically go out and buy a version of this jersey right now for your youth team if you really want it to which is really kind of cool to me to to say hey if there's a youth team in Kansas City that wants to go out and look like sporting it won't be the exact same colors it certainly won't be the logo it's you know it won't be those things but they have the opportunity to go out and make that Jersey for their youth club, which is really, really cool to me. The same way that my YMCA team, when I was four years old, we, we said, we all want to wear all red, you know? And like, um, that's, yeah, there's, there's nothing more iconic in sports than a soccer team. And you turn on the TV and you see it, you know, that, that story is, is poignant, at least for me, for a reason. And, you know, hopefully you turn on the TV and you see sporting blue and indigo and you go, that's sporting. Um, so, and- so is this it? Is are the hoops are, are the hoops our thing? Are they our La Albi Celeste like Argentina and the <laughs> you know the the five stripes of of Atlanta? Is are the are the hoops going to be our thing going forward? I I, w- I would say the answer to that question is not yet decided. I think I mentioned last yes. year we have a we have a seven year kit plan. You know we we know what we know what we want our jerseys to look like. You know down the road and and the reason we have that is so it's on paper and we can always refer back to it. It doesn't mean we have to, to stick to it you know, if the right thing gives us a reason to change it. Um, but it's rooted in our traditions. It's very much built around, like, like I was saying earlier, what's a traditional soccer kit and what's a traditional sporting kit mean? Like, what is that? Um, and so that when you turn on the TV, you know, that's a sporting Jersey that this is a sporting game because that's a sporting Jersey. It's this, it's this, Mm -hmm. it's this, you know, whatever those traditions might be, whether it is hoops or hoop stripes or it's state line or it's Argyle or it's, you know, whatever else we might kind of throw into that, that, that bucket eventually um, it, it needs so, uh, to be on, rooted on, in something. On that same line of your, you, you mentioned your seven year plan there. One of the questions we had from on our, uh, a what's the 2028 kit look like? No. <laughs> yeah. 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 Give us a preview of next year, man. Yeah. <laughs> 
no, he was he was wondering about you know the changes from Adidas, like any changes that Adidas have made in going forward or rules that they have going forward. How much does that impact your a seven year plan that you have? Does that does that throw I mean, a, a kink into things or what? Yeah, of course. I mean, the the the, the plan exists so that we can we can change it. You know, yeah. the plan exists so that we have it to start. And and like I say, you don't have to stick to it. It's it's um, it's kind of like brand guidelines. I always tell people companies have brand guidelines. Sporting has brand guidelines. We have brand guidelines so that they exist, so that we have a rule to point to if any question ever comes up. Right? It doesn't mean we can't break it or we can't rewrite it or you know it, it, it's there for it's there so we at least have a baseline. And that's where the seven year kit plan is. What you know what could be interesting. And I know there's been a lot of conversation around this around third kits and things like that with the league we'd love to add a third kit and a third kit would probably change our, our, our seven year plan. And, and you so know, would all the fans, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I mean, we can, I can, <laughs> I can, well, I can point yeah. to our sales numbers from the last time we had a third kit and say, we'd love to have a third kit. You know what I mean? Um, but like that would probably change it if for whatever reason, maybe it's this year, maybe it's because we sell a boatload of units because people really want to jump behind what we're doing with, with the victory project and a force for good. And because they love the way the kit looks and that's a great combination. And suddenly we hit that threshold that what only Atlanta United is hitting in MLS right now. And we can roll a third kit. The crazy part about that is we won't even know that for another calendar year. And then we wouldn't hit the third kit for another two years after that. (laughs) So, so it's like flaw in that system. isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's a complication. Let's so, so that's the reason that seven year plan is not written in Sharpie, you know, it's written in, it's written in pencil, dark pencil because we'd like to stick to it if if possible but um okay but, but on that seven-year plan i'm not gonna bug you too much about it is an argyle one argyle jersey among seven is there an argyle jersey among <laughs> listen there's, there's, there, there's a reason that argyle is featured on the back of this kit there's a reason that are back. Tell. there's it's a it's 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 a part of our brand and I'd be, you know, I'd be lying to you if I said we hadn't considered an Argyle kit. I'd be lying to you if I said we haven't considered how we would want to do retro wizards someday. We'd be lying to you if you said what's the next version of, of state line or any of those things. We've, we consider all of that. And there's a lot of that laid out um, in our thought process. Not all of it makes the plan, you know, for, for whatever reason, you know, we talked about last year. Um, by the way, go listen to last year's pod. Apparently, we talked about a lot of good stuff. Um, yeah, we no, did. <laughs> yeah, um, no, we talked about last year how how Argyle we wanted to do Argyle for the black kit in 2018, the one you the one you have on right now, Cody, and we wanted Argyle oh, yeah. to be a big part of that. Um, but the way we did Argyle in 2013 and 2015 didn't work with the way the sponsor mark had to be presented mm-hmm. on the 20 on the 2018 kit. That's and true. so it's like it's sometimes people are just like it's really funny. You ask if we read the comments. Sometimes you read the comments, you just just do Argyle again. And it's like, well, it's not yeah. as simple as just doing Argyle again. It's the same way, you know, one of the comments we were laughing about today. And, you know, it happens. People people are, I was just like, this must have taken three minutes to design, which was one of the very <laughs> few, like, one of the very oh few God. kind of negative comments we saw on this kit. And it, for the most part, people seem really pleased with it. Um, but, but it's like, yeah, no, there was a lot more that went into it, you know, like again, MLS competitions involved all these other things. And, and um, so, well, like, I'm glad you, I'm glad you said all that about, you know, what, you know, we'd be lying if we didn't try this or think about this, because I think that's what a lot of, it's just, I, I hope fans understand like <laughs> that it's fans of the team. Like you're a Kansas city guy, you know, like you're a yeah. soccer fan in Kansas city. And so it's like anything that all these people are hoping for, you just have to know that like, of course they've, thought about it they've toyed with it they've tried to do it they've got a plan for it in the future like any anything that these people are like wanting that they think oh well why is there not argyle this year whatever you know it, uh, obviously listen, it's 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 all in the works or attempted you know and again there's you know the, the, i feel very strongly and i think you'll see from us going forward at least through the next let's call it the seven year plan again that that everything that we do needs to be based in what sporting means to us and what sporting, you know, what, what, what our brand represents, it's sporting blue and it's indigo and it's whatever these kind of additional storytelling elements are, whether you see them as the baseline, like the full dessert Jersey design, or you see them in, you know, the, 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 that we call them the kit sign offs, the jock tags, the neck tapes, the, the back neck treatments, all of those kinds of things, right? There are, we know that we want to represent those elements in a myriad of different ways on the kit, right? 
that doesn't mean that I don't really love it when Manchester City drops a third kit that's Paisley and it looks insane. And it's like, like, I don't know that I would wear that, but it was dope. It's awesome, you know. I love like you said that. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a citizen. Like I I love yeah. all those crazy jerseys that they've put out. And and you know, there's a there's a, a very good friend of mine, a former designer for me here at Sporting, is the guy who who works on PSG's kits for Nike, and he works on wow. the French national team kits for Nike. And and like to talk to him about what their process is like and all of those kinds of things. And it's like. You know, I mean, PSG just dropped that that like that pink and purple, and like right. the, like yeah, I don't even know how you it. describe that. It's so unique and so different. It's also like their fifth kit this year. You know, if you go yeah. look at PSG's first kit, guess what? It looks like PSG. And so we know that we're playing in 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 a in a sandbox right now that is a primary kit and a secondary kit, and we know that we want those both to tie back to sporting and what that means to us from the starting point. That doesn't mean that if this third kit thing does happen sometime it won't be bonkers. I have no idea. I genuinely don't know right now if we were told tomorrow, what, what do you, you guys can have a third kit in 2022 because you sold so many of these kits on opening day or whatever. I have no idea what it would be because we'd have <laughs> to go back to that seven year plan and say, how do we want to change what we've talked about storytelling wise in that process? And then we'd have to say, okay, well, when does the third kit roll out? 2022, is there a, a story? Is there a reason? Is there a anniversary is there a you know something like that that we want to play off of um because all of those things matter when you roll this out to me it's not just as simple as like here's a kit here's a jersey you know like here's here's something that looks like us we have those conversations ad nauseum me john monka aaron borns thomas earl who's on our retail side peter cares peter cares greatly about what these kits look like and those kinds of things our ownership cares those conversations happen i mean if i had a nickel for every text message uh, that group of kind of four or five people sends to each other when jerseys drop from around the world throughout the year, I probably would not be working in sports anymore, you know? <laughs> so, well, so just briefly, like I, I overall am very pleased. I love to see the hoops come back. And I also have seen, you know, the repeated use of the Argyle in there that, and I've taken that as, as you were kind of alluding to a bit of a statement that you guys know that that is, something that's a that's becoming embedded in the brand and so those are the two styles that i would like to see and hey there are two jerseys so in theory they could keep (laughs) coming back so yeah i i'm I'm very much pleased with all this i like the hoops i think that that can i think that that the half hoops that that can become the look of sporting kc and then yeah it's good to know that you guys see that the fans like the the three argyle diamonds so yeah well, I'm, we also I'm, I'm very know, pleased overall with all of this you know we also know that the fans love the retro stuff to a certain extent we've been running a poll on our on our twitter the last couple of days that around you know what was one of your favorite jerseys in, in club history and and thankfully i actually don't know what ended up winning i should probably look that up it was either it was either I, the Charlie yeah, Brown. i didn't see the i didn't see the result of that one it's yeah, either the Charlie the Brown 98 and, or the hoops from 2014, you know, which, you know, there were other kits that weren't on there. I, you know, you guys know me, I will stand for the, for the state line kit all day, every day. Um, Hell yeah. But, but yep. there's other kits that are out there that didn't, that weren't on that poll for, you know, whatever reason. But um, yeah, it's really funny when I look back at our history and it's like, well, do something retro. And it's like, dude, look at the Charlie Brown kit. That was kind of hoops. You know, that was kind of V1 <laughs> yeah, yeah. in a weird, weird way. It was, it was a very, you know, 90s rainbow version of it but um hoops but, beta uh, but yeah hoops it was it was definitely beta it was <laughs> well yeah. and speaking of speaking of the state line that is one you know i think unanimously fans would love to see that as as the sporting kit but you know we did we did talk a lot about last year on difficulties of doing that and pushback from adidas and the league and the, you know that it's not necessarily the easiest thing to get done I, i've kind of accepted that one but you can't I, I hope i hope one of those is on is in the seven-year plan you've got a, you've got an iteration of it to bring back is what i'm hoping look they're all they're all you you know you talk about argyle it's a brand element at this point you know i mm-hmm. it will never be we talked a little bit about last year how like Argyle's hard to own because it's so ubiquitous in golf it's so ubiquitous in North Carolina, especially in the light blue. You know, you can't like just be Argyle. Also, 
guys, it would get boring. I always tell the fans that if we just rolled the same Argyle kit every year, it would get boring. Um, It's the same thing as if we roll the exact same hoop kit every year, it will get boring. If we rolled the exact same state line kit, it would get boring. Um, Unless you're Liverpool or the Dutch national team, it's hard to pull off the exact same, you know, one look, (laughs) no change, one note design forever. You got to have 200 years of history behind you. Um, and you got to be bright orange also. You got to be bright <laughs> orange. Yeah. Well, but even that though, like the orange is tied to the Dutch Royal family. There's a reason for the orange, mm-hmm. you know? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I mean, I, I, again, I'm a Liverpool fan. The The pushback when Liverpool added that. My condolences, like, by the way. Rough yeah, time for now. Rough, 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 rough. Thanks, rough, Cody. Two months. Yeah. Um, but with the pushback when Liverpool added that teal down the side to the kit Mm -hmm. this year, which by the way, looks great. It's awesome. People freaked out and it was just like, why would they add teal? And then people are like, well, have you looked at the Shankly gates? They're kind of already like this muted greenish teal color. That's why, you know, like, um, but it was like, how do you go against tradition like that? Or the pushback when Juventus went to the split kit a couple of years ago, it's like, how do you go against tradition? Because you can't just do the same damn thing every time. Inter Milan's a great example with their current kind of like, sideways zigzag chevron mm-hmm. is an is a perfect example of a cool way to take a traditional look yeah. that is iconic for their club and turn it into something new ac milan doesn't always have the same widths on their stripes you know and they, I, I noticed barcelona can't. kind of kind of did something along the lines it's not the same you know i think they went down to just the three stripes but it's still yep. you know it's a, a change on the element but you can still identify it as good old barcelona and that's the key on the, the, the state line is where we kind of started this conversation. That's the key with the state line is if we rolled out that exact same kit again, people would be like, well, I've seen this before. I've bought this yeah. before I've done like, so, so the question becomes, how do you do it in a new and different way um, that still feels the same way or still feels special or still tells the same story um, and, and matters, you know, like that's the, and, and and it may not in any way be a literal take. Uh, here's a good example. This year's hoops kit is essentially an inverse in a lot of ways of an old hoops kit, right? If we rolled an inverse of the old state line kit, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't look good. I, I know that because we looked at it, you know, we did the mock-up, we tried it years mm-hmm. and years and years ago, and it wouldn't look good. We wouldn't want to do that. So how do we, how do we evolve it into something new if we go back to state line in the future? How do we evolve Argyle into something new? How do we evolve hoops if we continue with it? So um, that's that's always the really fun part of these conversations is is coming up with a, a cool new way. And it's hilarious to see, you know, like you see mock-ups all over the internet and there's some really cool idea, ideas out there. There's also some really terrible ideas and there's also some really impossible to pull off ideas, you know, mm-hmm. be, because of execution or partner or whatever um and it's it's you know but but on the back end that's where we start too we start with the same kind of i thought that was a really cool looking kid or a really cool thing that somebody did or you know drawing it out the same way that 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 a lot of the mock-ups that you see online i mean the, the process is really not all that difficult different from some of that world which is kind of funny to think about well thad if you've uh, stopped eating Cheez-Its. Do you got a, do you have a question you want to ask Chad? If there's no Cheez-Its in your mouth, there better not be Cheez-Its in your mouth while you ask this. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> Actually, he answered one of the questions I was going to ask him was, you know, if they did allow you the third kit, you know, do you have one already ready? But Paisley back to, no, um, no, I genuinely don't. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I do love that kit, by the way. It's, 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 again, it's, it's exactly what a third kit should be. It's kind of bonkers yeah. and weird. Um, I think if we went third kit, my gut, and this is just absolutely just out of my gut. I think if we did third kit, it would be really weird for not us to not do something in wizards colors. You know, like we, we, we talk about being, being sporting and that that's where we need to be. And, and for our primary and our secondary, but like that feels like the right playground for, for third kit, because we've always wanted to wear those retro training tops. We've always wanted to wear those in a game. You know, mm-hmm. and the players ask constantly, why can't we wear these in a game? And it's like, <laughs> well, that that feels like the time that, that, that the right way to go back to that, because 
MLS will fold on that one of these days. They'll bend on it a little bit. They'll at least like implement a a weekend, like a retro weekend or something where you guys could do it. I mean, that's the funny thing to me, though, is it's like people are just like, do the do the rainbow, do the rainbow, do the, you know, whatever, Charlie Brown or the Lifesaver or or the original 96 kits again. And we could as a secondary kit sometime. But wouldn't it be kind of weird if that was the secondary kit, like the kit that our team was wearing on the field 17 to 20 times a year? Yeah. And you turn on the TV yeah. and everything else about this club is this. And then right. now there's just this, you know, like I think it would sell like crazy. Totally agree. It would sell like crazy because the retro is cool again now. You know, never mind the fact that the 19 year old kids who want to buy it now never would have been caught dead wearing it in 1998. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but it is, it's retro cool and, and, you know, I, I wish the rules were a little bit more lax. I understand why they're not from a production timeline and schedule and, and how, you know, crazy it is to do that. Um, and, and how much easier it is to make a basketball Jersey. So that's why the NBA can get away with, you know, with them that we can't or whatever. So, um, I guess that to answer your question, that's where my head goes. If I had to just like pick one right now, we'd probably go, we'd probably go rainbow, but also that doesn't mean that there's not a really cool idea out there for, for something completely off the board that we've never done, that would be fun to do. I don't know. So if you did get a third kid, kid, how often would you get to wear it? Uh, There's rules around that too. And I don't remember what they are because we haven't had one since 2015 (laughs) or 2016. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember. Um, But, but, but again, it's, it's another one of those things that you don't want to, you don't want to overtrade in it. You don't want to wear it too often that it becomes not, not special anymore too. You know Um, I, uh, I had a conversation one time, Peter Vermees, as we all know, Peter Vermees cares uh, about kind of every detail on everything. Um, Peter <laughs> Vermees one time asked me why we don't use the font that is sporting in the crest for everything. And we were talking, you know, specifically around the design around the training center. And I said, well, there, there's two reasons. Number one is because it's not a font that, that lends itself to everything. You know, it's not the most readable font for signage or something like that from a distance. Um, if you need to see that that's room 201, it's probably easier to see that in a traditional sans serif font than it is in agency, which is what that font is based off of. Two. Agency. We, got it. Yeah. Glad I got yeah, no, that, that's no, that's no secret. It's agency FB bold extended is what it was based off of. It's a, it's a custom version of it, but it was based off of that. Um, designed here in Kansas City by Luke Lisi, good friend of mine, fantastically talented designer. Anyway, um, the, Fun the, yeah, the, um, uh, but the, but the real reason is if we used it on everything, it's no longer special, you know, and that's the same reason we don't put Argyle. We, we tell partners, a lot of partners want to use the, the Argyle because it's a cool brand element, right? But we have to say, if we put it on everything, it no longer has the meaning that it has where it, where it gets kind of a limited use. Um, and so that's the way I've always felt about kind of the wizards retro stuff on like a, on like a, a secondary kit. And it's the same thing with third kits is if you wear the third kit 15 times, it's not really a third kit. It's just another kit mm-hmm. at that point. And, and, and it doesn't have the special use, you know, you'd like to develop rules around it. We're going to wear it for continental competitions or open cups or something like that, you know? Um, whatever so that's no that it's a really good question i should actually look into that for when we sell you know a boatload of these jerseys and we can get a third kit again in a couple of years yeah. how, how good, many times be prepared does yeah. mls control what you wear in the open cup since that's not their competition no uh-huh. but u.s soccer doesn't say um u.s so soccer you have a third say. kit for u.s soccer games only and it's probably all US the US same people that work for the same committee um the answer to that question Thad, is probably more complicated than this but but no uh we couldn't because obviously we have a contract with adidas and so we'd have to you know that's like we'd have to go to adidas to get another jersey made and now we're talking like ridiculous overhead for them to create a third jersey for what maybe one game a year you know because of open cup or something like that so like the the like the 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 boring logistics of it get in the way (laughs) sometimes yeah Okay, so one more thing here. I last year I tried I wanted to hear you just boast about how bad everyone else was in MLS and why your jerseys were just so much cooler. <laughs> and you didn't you you said you wouldn't talk shit on any other MLS team, but I've noticed a thing this year at least is a lot of them are are rather plain. And also I was a little I was curious about the is it part of the a marketing tactic that you were waiting for all these other teams to come out this year and you guys <laughs> 
you know, wanted to come out on top at the end and be like, boom, look how much better ours is. Or, or was it just design elements or the marketing packages around it weren't ready yet? I, I was just curious. As a, I, I appreciate that you think of it that way. No, it wasn't that. I, I'm um, a marketer. Was, I kind of, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a marketing nerd a little bit. Uh, no, honestly, it was more, it was, it was, the timing on this was far more practical than that. We always knew we wanted to be later in the cycle for, for a variety of reasons, but, um, but uh, frankly, we didn't have the jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we just yeah. didn't play and have them in hand. So we couldn't do the photo shoot, the video shoot, the, you know, everything we needed. Um, uh, we were originally supposed to launch a couple of weeks ago. I don't remember the exact dates cause it's moved a couple of times, but, um, but then the season bumped and everything bumped and we didn't have mm-hmm. the jerseys and we wanted to make sure we got the shot, the, the, the shoot in. And we wanted to make sure that we did what we were able to with, with um, uh, the victory project and, and children's mercy and those kids and all of that kind of stuff. And uh so, I mean, no, I'm not, guys, we shot all that last week and we shot the, like the video that rolled tonight with, wow. with, with everything we shot last week, we shot for nine straight days, either with the players or with children's mercy and patience and everything to, to, to get this done. Um, so all the stuff that'll roll tomorrow, which is probably today as people listen to this, um, <laughs> with the player Jersey, right. the players in the jerseys and all um, was shot and then, you know, followed up immediately by, all the stuff with uh, with the children's mercy patients and everything, um, and it was just due to timing. It was just due to scheduling right. and everything like that. Uh, so no, we. So didn't... what do you what do you think of all the uh, of some of the other ones around the league? Do, do people got hot kits this year, or are you disappointed? I, I Vancouver with their with they they call it the hoop. I, Vancouver's looks great. It's got history. Mm-hmm. It's got a story. I love that kit. Um, I always think that they do a really good job though. I think Vancouver and they maybe do. I'm biased because their colors are similar. And I know the dudes up there, they're really good dudes. Um, no, they do. They do good in Vancouver. I always like yeah. their jerseys. And Bell on the front looks good. But it's a great <laughs> yeah. sponsor. It's a great looking sponsor. Um, not, not just because of the name, but, but I get, yeah, no. Um, Leave it up to Thad. Yeah. Um, no, it, it, uh, I like Portland's kit this year. I think it's it feels very Portland because it is. It's like you know, it's again, it's they're kind of in the same boat that we are, where the tradition has a reason for a reason. Um, I, I like Portland's. I love Philly's kit. The the I, I call it the Fresh Prince kit. It just reminds me of you know, um, I, I love it. I I don't know that I see. To me, that could have been a third kit, and it would have been just an absolutely banging third kit. I think as a secondary kit, it going to eventually feel a little overplayed um mm-hmm. but that's just my take on it um at the same time i totally respect that hey go have fun with it too you know you don't need everybody doesn't have the same brand everybody doesn't have the same brand story so they don't need to stick to the same quote-unquote rules most, that most we would. of them were not going for it it seems like so many just go rather uh safe boring or i'm, yeah, I'm pulling safe up the word I was i'm pulling up for. footy headlines right now because i i want to i don't remember all of them off the top of my head so i i mean just the ones that come out like um like houston is obviously they're at least unique because they're orange but you know again that was just plain orange mm-hmm. san jose is is also again just i i guess that's becoming their look is just the, just the plain blue but, but at least they're royal I, blue I, at least, see, see right. the one thing I love about San Jose is they're the only Royal Blue team in the league now. And um, I, I guess that's why they're doing it like that is yeah. what I'm kind of just realizing as I say I, it. I do wish San Jose's, you know, just if you're going to talk about the 2011 season or the, sorry, the 2001 season and the, yeah. that's the why you did it. It's the 20th anniversary of that team, which, by mm-hmm. the way, go back and look at their roster. It was insane. Um, but if you're going to go did off when the, I saw that kid release, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Romero Corrales, Jimmy Conrad, Zach Ibsen. I mean, like, uh, was Dero on yeah. that team? Dero was on that team. Right. Um, right, yeah. like if you're going to do that, the defining to me, the defining characteristic of that 2001 kit was the white sleeves. So go with the white sleeves and the blue base. Mm. That's my, that would be my take on it. But, but so I do, yeah, I, I mean, I, I just don't ever kit. see, I just don't ever see you guys doing that. You, it seems like sporting KC will always see, go a bit more, a bit more daring or or risky like i it just i do you ever see yourself releasing a, a plain sporting blue kit like that and we would just look like nycfc i, I don't think so one because nycfc <laughs> is in the league i mean i think that yeah. you know that's like why that's um and that they've cornered it... just the boring plane <laughs> sky well blue i mean jersey, that's so. their that's that's the city brand you know across the year you're a citizen you know this like that that's the yeah, city brand yeah. across all of, of, of cities enterprises is light it blue. Is. And, and, and so that's their thing. So I don't know that we would go that way even almost solely because of that. But if you remember 2011, 
that's where we kind of started in sporting. Now there were two reasons for that. One, we now knew that's we also to... a decade ago at this point. Yeah. So. Oh gosh. Yeah. We've changed <laughs> a lot of things have changed. But yeah. We're old. We knew we wanted that kit. We knew specifically two things. We wanted to tell the, the state line story. So they had that drop needle stitch, the single needle stitch that ran right behind the crest. And it was super important to us that everything line up. And two, we were coming off a year as we designed that, which would have been February of 09. No, is that right? February of 09. I, I know for a fact that was when we designed that kit. Um, we're, we're in the middle of coming out of our first year at Community America Ballpark. Yep, yep. Our first year as Cobalt Blue Wizards. Um, and we're looking at sales numbers that are at the bottom of the league. And the league is looking at sales numbers that are at the bottom of the league. And we always, we always tell people the story that in 2010, our last year as the Wizards, we finished not only dead last in the league, we finished 17th in a 15-team league in, in merchandise sales. We finished behind generic MLS gear like All-Star gear, and we finished behind oh, the wow. Portland Timbers expansion stuff before they came into the league. I think it was wow. Portland. Might not have been Portland. Might have been Toronto or somebody like that. Whatever expansion team came in right after that, like – we weren't dead last. We were dead effing last in every category possible. Right. And so if I'm Adidas and I'm MLS and I, and I'm coming into a thing, knowing that you're going to rebrand, the last thing I'm letting you do is something crazy with your Jersey. Yeah. I'm telling you, keep it simple, stupid, make sure this brand's going to take before you do anything, you know, weird. Literally guys, we just saw the same thing with Chicago last year. Everybody criticized their kit for being simple and plain it was because they didn't know if the brand was going to take, which clearly now it didn't. But I mean, we were, we weren't that far away from that same conversation. Um, and, and so that was, that was absolutely the point of that kit being all sporting blue with the single drop needle stitch. Um, we knew, we, we knew we had a story we wanted to tell and we knew we couldn't be too ostentatious because that wasn't our brand yet. We hadn't established a brand yet. Um, so no, I don't think we would ever end up with just a plane for kind of all of those reasons. Um, but at the same time, you know, I don't think we'd end up with with. Uh, I'm trying to think of a kit that's another one that's out there that like, we just won't do the exact same thing that anybody's doing. For example, yeah. Well, and I think that's that's kind of what I like about what the team puts out is is that idea that you know you don't want to look like everybody else, and I like taking risks. I'm flashy. I'm a flashy guy. <laughs> Here, here's a good example for you. And I, I as I literally scroll through footy headlines, which Yes, we read the comments because yes, we read footy headlines. Yeah. By um, the way, do you hate footy headlines? Do you know who that guy is? Have you I like don't. investigated? And you're like, I, I gotta don't. keep it away from this. Dude. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you we, need we, these we, people hunted down, Chad. We can do that. Yeah, well, you've <laughs> got the Fad, You've got the military experience. Um, yeah. <laughs> if I need, if I need, if I need military stuff or runway tips, I go to Thad Bell. Um, <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Um, the. the uh, no, I don't hate the guy. I mean, I, I very much hope we don't ever end up there. You know what I mean? I very much hope we get to tell our story the way we want to tell our story. Um, but, but I, I'm a fan. I go there. I, I get it. We all get it. Like we all track it. It's very funny. Um, but you know, as I go through footy headlines, it's kind of funny. Cause I look at th that Dallas kit is an interesting one to me because it's also essentially sporting blue um, mm -hmm. where to me, it's a little confusing that Dallas has that NYCFC has that. And, you know, I, I know, and the league knows, thankfully that we were in hoops this year. So it never bothered me when that came out. Um, I think it's collectively, cool I speak for sporting KC nation. When I say what the hell to Dallas, when they did that, what the hell in a vacuum, it's a cool kit. I get it. I, yeah. it, it's a little yeah. bit more like the, uh, it's a little bit kind of like that Paisley city kid. It's a little bit like the Manchester United with the, the, um, mm -hmm. uh, the, I'm blanking on the phrase, what the patterning. They, the to it. Yeah. Like oh, I get oh, it. Yeah. I, the, yeah. the one they had, was it last year? Um, I get it. I under melange with the melange to it. You know, I, I understand it cause it's a cool looking kit. I, to me, the Dallas tornado weren't light blue. The Dallas tornado were, were, were Royal blue and red, at least the version of it that I kind of, that pops in my head. And they, you know, they talk about that being a reference to the tornado um, or the tornado had a baller kit. If you go Google Dallas tornado, um, they had some incredible kits that just like do it literally or, um, but I respect that they at least had a story. You know what I mean? Um, and in a vacuum, I think that's a really cool looking kit. I think it's going to look great on the field. Um, you know, just yeah. not necessarily the choice that we would have made from a brand storytelling perspective to, to make sure kind of 
when you turn on the, 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 the TV, you know that that's sporting Kansas City. When you turn on the TV for the next two years or a year, I guess, if there's a team in our color combo, it's 100% sporting Kansas City. Um, same thing for, for Houston. You know, if Houston's going to be orange, they're going to be orange. And it's the closest thing we've got to the Dutch national team in this league. I think, um, you know, I think, I think uh, Austin's got a really good chance with their, with their green and black. And that, oh, yeah. that look to be, to be iconic in this league. Nobody else has that. Now Portland we'll see, we'll can't see if go they, that now. We'll see if they miss their chance. Like, Orlando or uh, sorry, Miami did without going all pink the first year. We'll see if they miss their opportunity. I, 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 I'm still holding out hope for a really cool all pink uh, Miami Jersey at some point. They'll I'm, do I'm, it. I feel like they just didn't want to go all out the first year for some reason. I don't know why, but it's, it's the exact same reason I was just telling you guys right. about, yeah. you know, like they, they probably wouldn't let them. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's, it's, it's being safe because it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the, I'm blanking on the, what's the pink soccer team in Italy. Palermo, right? Palermo. Yeah, like Palermo, like, oh, man, like, if you go look at Palermo's kits, it's like, there's such a cool look there for um, for Miami if they wanted to, uh, if they yeah. wanted to go that route. And, and you can do it in a really clean, classy way, too. Um, but it's, it's the same thing with, um, you know, I think we talked about Orlando and gold, and I wish that they had used, you know, leaned more in, 